Welcome to The Home Place and Moments for Moms. My name is Carolyn and today we're looking at another really great question that came in from a viewer in Missouri. I'm going to dive straight in. It says, what are some ways to keep your small children or child content as you visit or talk with people at church? You don't want your kids to be bored to death, but adult interaction is also good for parents. Plus, you don't want to be rude to other people. Fantastic question. I really understand and enter into that. You know, I think many moms actually are almost put off going certain places because when their children are little, it's like, what do I do? How do I interact with people and yet deal with my children? And it can be such a distressing thing for moms, they don't even go. So really wanna dive straight in with 10 tips today on what we can do with our little people and also be able to interact with adults whilst we're out and about. So first, first tip, it kind of goes without saying, but we're going to have to face reality. Tip number one, we're not going to be able to have the same kind of interaction that we have been used to pre-children when our children are little. I think if we come to terms with that reality, it helps us not to be so frustrated when we're trying to have a conversation and you know maybe one child needs a diaper changing and another child is fussing and then we have to just exit the conversation and 20 minutes later, by the time we get back, the opportunity is gone. I think if we just recognize it's not gonna be the way it was for a season and we can embrace that, it can make it easier not to go away feeling frustrated and disappointed. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, Share out the time you spend visiting or talking with adults and the time you spend with your children whilst you're in that. It can be church, it could be a prayer meeting, it could be visiting someone's home, but you are there as a family with your children, so don't just ignore them and put all your time to your friends because we all know if we've tried that, and often we have, it doesn't work, does it? So share it out, spend some time visiting, some time with your children. Here's a really great quote from my one of my favorite favorite um, child rearing manuals called child guidance down there on page 532 it says the sabbath school and the meeting for worship occur only a part of the sabbath the portion remaining to the family may be made the most sacred and precious season of all the sabbath hours and this is the crunch line much of this time parents should spend with their children so Whilst I totally get the desire and the need for that, not to be rude and to give yourself adult conversation, but we need to recognize that it says much of this time should be spent with our children, devoting that time to our children so that it doesn't turn into this really boring, long, unpleasant environment. And, you know, it's not it's not that it's right, but often our children will kick up a fuss because it's just not enjoyable. Now they've got to learn how to become content with that, but we also need to be mindful of them. So spending much of this time with our children will help to prevent some of that. Third tip, if there's two of you, mom and dad, husband and wife, and you have, you know, little ones, share it out. So sometimes let daddy have the children so that mom can have a good visit with someone. And guys, I just want to say, if you're listening, if you're not, your wife will for sure let you know. (laughs) But a lot of guys are working out of the home, so they are having adult conversation, you know, six, eight hours a day. And um, they come home to their wife who's had no adult conversation. So when she's going to church, she's looking forward to that opportunity. And 
then it can be stolen away simply because she devotes all her time to looking after the little ones. So guys, give her an opportunity to have a little bit of time to talk and to visit with others where she's not worrying about what's happening with the children. Number four, we cannot ignore them. They will seek our attention. You know, we all know that. <laughs> it's obvious they're going to do that. But if we ignore them, if we just kind of try to focus on what we want and not recognizing that they're there, they're with us, they're part of us, they're part of our family, and we're just trying to do our thing, inevitably they will seek to get our attention. If their attention cup is full, they are less likely to bug you for your attention whilst you're having your opportunity to visit with someone else. So giving them, don't ignore them, give them some attention. Number five, don't be afraid to excuse yourself from this conversation and make a plan to visit at a more convenient time. You know, I know moms, even in the church that I attend with little ones, and they would love to talk. They got all kinds of mom style questions that they would like just to ask me one on one. And yet I know it's almost it's close to impossible in that church environment where there's lots going on, other children around and they're trying to work with their little ones. And so we end up having a conversation on the phone oftentimes. And that's perfectly fine. So if you're if you're in a conversation that you really would like to continue, but you can just see this is going to go downhill fast, then politely just say, hey, you know what? I'd love to carry on this conversation. It's not going to work for right now. How about we connect, you know, in the week on the phone and we can carry on our conversation? And, um, you know, that may well fill some of that need that you have as a mom when all you get is little little kid conversation and you're not being rude to the other person, giving them opportunity to say, yeah, we, we still want to carry on, but yeah, I've got kind of a pressing need right here. So that may be something that works for you. Number six, how to train our children to know how to be in this kind of an environment starts at home. We're told um, in Child Guidance again, page 83, at a very early age, children can comprehend what is plainly and simply told them, and by kind and judicious management can be taught to obey. So this is a whole nother topic that we don't have time to get into now, but simply to say, at a very early age, we can help our children to understand, no, 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 mommy's talking right now. So home is a really fantastic place to role play. We did a lot of role play in our family where we would just demonstrate, okay, so, you know, in this would be the example. So, you know, mommy and daddy are having a conversation and um, one of the children is interrupting and fussing and then we would stop and we would try to demonstrate to the child, here's what shouldn't happen. Here's what should happen. And both parent and child. So if the child is fuss, fuss, fussing at the parent and they're in a conversation, blowing a fuse at that point is not going to be the answer. Getting upset, getting cross and irritated, it's not going to solve the problem, probably going to make it worse. So we would demonstrate this is what we don't want to do as mommy and daddy. And then give the children, and even a little one can understand. So if your child comes to you and just pats you on the arm, not yanking on your clothes and you know half pulling your sweater off your shoulder because they want your attention, but in a polite and respectful way, we would role play and show them, you know, patting on the arm or whatever it is that works for your family. Some people have, you know, people have different ways, but a message that, you know, because maybe you've been talking for a while, you're at church, you've been talking for a while, haven't realized that one of your little people needs the restroom. 
and you know then you have a problem on your hands if they don't get there in time or whatever so finding ways that you can give the little ones an opportunity if it's very important and help them to understand what is very important so if they interrupt you just because no real reason then you know afterward and, and a lot of what we did with our children was debrief later even when they were little children we could say you know when you did this and wanted mom's attention to go to the restroom that was really good that was very polite and respectful and I really appreciate you did that when you yanked on mommy's shirt and I was trying to put it back on that doesn't work when you do it that way we don't want you to interrupt that way so education started at home home's just a fantastic place to learn these things that was number six number seven it's another great thing we can do. Help them to be content in their own bubble, so to speak, with their own company. So maybe you're having one-on-one -on -one conversation and maybe there's not other children around and your child is just standing there. And we've had this with our own children, so we know exactly what it is, this is like. And you can help them to be content with that. And even though we didn't really understand, when our children were very little, before they were walking, we had a little pack and play and um, I had it in a room where it was just off the kitchen but they couldn't see me at the kitchen sink doing the dishes and the, the children, not together but separately, they would have some time in the pack and play, maybe five, ten minutes building up to maybe fifteen, where they couldn't see me, they were just there and they could be content with the little things they had in their pack and play to play with, but they could feel okay with the fact that they were just on their own, but it was okay. They could hear me, I could call out to them, but then they would come out and they actually really enjoyed that. So. You know, maybe you've got a child who's never experienced that and they don't honestly know how to do that. But as they learn how to be content in their own company, it is a huge blessing when it comes to this kind of a situation when you want them to be content by your side. Nobody has to be talking to them, saying anything, doing. They can just be content to be there. So that's another way. And um, great quote again from my favorite book on par parenting, child rearing. Page 549 says, the home is a school where all may learn how they are to act in the church. Fantastic, I love these one line kind of sentences that you can apply in all kinds of ways. So this is just one aspect of home training that can help the child to understand not only how to be in church, but out and about in someone's home, somebody coming to your home, they're learning how to behave when you cannot give them your 100% undivided attention that they can learn how they can work with that. So number eight, have a, a few choice, well-chosen, simple toys in your bag, kind of up your sleeve, so to speak, just in case. So you never know when you're going to be out and about in church and end up in perhaps a very important conversation that is going to take you some time. And maybe you're, you know, your husband is not there and it's just you and the children. He's in an elders meeting or something. And now you want to have something in your bag that you can pull out, you know, age appropriate for your children that they can have something that they can just absorb their attention whilst your attention is over here. So just an idea, have something up your sleeve ready to pull out if that situation arises. Number nine, as much as possible, and I'm thinking of 
the church situation, you've been at church and you know it's potluck and after potluck or a fellowship meal everybody wants to talk and typically what ends up happening is all the parents gravitate over one area and they're talking and all the kids are over somewhere else and they're just messing around and you know if that's not directed it can turn into it can just go downhill and if you've got little ones and these are older ones you don't really want your little ones necessarily doing some of the things that the older ones would be doing so Getting outside is a fabulous distraction. Maybe you're talking with another mom and, you know, there's two dads, two moms, and, you know, you can get outside and now the dads can be doing stuff with the little kids whilst you as moms are talking and it's a fantastic distraction. The children can run around, they can be louder, and it can be a great way that you can still visit and your children can be taken care of. Lastly, recognize this is a season. It will pass and don't feel bad if you don't get to visit as often as you would like to. This is going to pass and you will long for, <laughs> you know, I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I get to visit with my children who are far away um, when we get to communicate um, over different, different means. But, you know, they're not there to interrupt me anymore. They're not there standing by my side for me to give attention to um, and I can visit freely. But when you are, and, I, and sometimes at this stage, we can wish, oh, our children were just back in the home and little, and we were back with that little family unit again. So whilst you are home and you have your little family unit, though there's a desire for some of these other things, and they're not wrong desires to want to visit. It's not a bad desire. But recognize that this is a season that won't last forever. So give your young people the, the, the appropriate attention and give them that right training so that you can be in this situation, but don't wish your time away and wish your years gone by so that you can now be you know, free to visit with whoever, whenever, because it'll come soon enough. Anyway, that is all I have for you today. If you have enjoyed this um, or you have other comments that you would like to add to what I've shared, please feel free to add your comments on the YouTube, um, on the Facebook post, wherever you want to put that so that others might be blessed if you've got other thoughts on top of the ones I have. Um, like and subscribe it. Go to the Homeplace website. There's lots and lots more videos there. There's opportunities where you can send in your questions. I would love your absolute hands-on real-life questions. So send me those. Email, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, whichever way you choose, send those questions in and they will become part of another program. Because, you know, if you've got a question, you can guarantee there's hundreds of other moms out there who have the question. Maybe they're so busy, they haven't even had a chance to think about the question that they have. So anyways, and you can also connect with me on WhatsApp if you want to make an appointment. Your questions are longer or more personal nature, then feel free to make an appointment on the scheduler or contact me on WhatsApp and we can talk together there. So until next time, look forward to seeing you and God bless you as you raise your young people. Mm -hmm.